bad gang crew is here. So yeah, that was Sos and what up? your girl LD. Welcome to another episode. Episode 8 to be exact. Yeah, we hope you had a great week. As opposed to some of us. How's your week, Sos? It was alright, man. On Friday, there was a naked, naked guy who was fighting with Lazma guys with his Keke Marwa. So as in, I was just driving anyway, I just saw this guy. I guess, I don't know what he did. So the Lazma people just like descend on his Keke. So this guy just started taking his clothes off and started wrestling with them. I'm guessing he thought maybe by him going naked, like the Lazma people would leave him alone. But these guys, you know, with his balls swinging and his, you know, they didn't stop. They kept on wrestling. The Keke Williams, it was like, it was a crazy sight. Like, it actually caused traffic because everybody was like slowing down to watch the... Uh, to watch the madness, which was crazy. I mean, doesn't that always happen? People always take off their clothes when they're fighting policemen, keke. So you would think that they would have learned by now that taking off their clothes does nothing. And I just continue doing what they're doing. I didn't know that was a trend where somebody like this, like a grown ass man, like just like stuck naked, like balls swinging and everything. Like, like this is like about what 4 p.m. Like broad daylight and just like wrestling with um, Lazma guys naked. So. Like if you go in the IKG, you'll see pictures every other week about some naked guy who was fighting with policemen or who was fighting with soldiers or who was fighting... Yeah. I don't know if it's a trend, but it's a thing that happens. Okay, I didn't know it's a good mood. Apparently, it's not working though because I'm, I'm guessing the logic will be that they'll think, oh, this guy's weary and they'll let him be. But uh-uh, like three last my guys were fighting with a guy on his keke. So anyway, I, I, thought, I found that interesting. I guess that's Lagos for you, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I never find anything shocking anymore. I think I need to check myself. But yeah. Yeah, I was shocked, man. It's a long time since I seen that man's, you know. Anyway. Yeah, I see people peeing on the road all the time. They just bring out their dicks mm-hmm. and they're swinging it and peeing. So you well, why, why are you looking at somebody that's peeing? What, what, if what, you're what, in what, my goddamn sight, how am I not going to see you? Yeah, yeah, you should be facing front. Why are I'm facing front. So I don't understand. I'm in my car. I'm looking forward and there's somebody peeing in front of where my car is going to pass. How am I not going to see you? Hi, so, but can't you see his head or his face? Why are you zooming on his thing? I'm not zooming in. If I can tell that you're peeing, then psh, I don't really understand. Yeah, right. Like, I can see that he's peeing, I can see that he's peeing. I'm just saying that Lagos is such a lawless place. Uh, I guess in some ways that's why we like Lagos. Yeah, I don't know about that. Mm. Well, you know what? Nigeria on the whole is lawless. Now everyone is kidnapping everyone to make some buck. Man, it's harsh, man. I know somebody um, sent me a, a message today about you know, asking for a business plan. And I sent the person a message back. Um, fake kidnapping as a joke. But for real, like, in the past... I'll say past three, four weeks, I've consistently read stories about people faking kidnappings for money. There was the guy, Magodo, who faked his kidnapping for 10 million from his family. There was a ballet somewhere in um, that Ikorudu side that faked his kidnapping because, to, because he didn't get a, a chief and state title. Then there was the one I saw yesterday about this um, three Enugu boys. Um, SS, SS, secondary school boys, I think um, the, the guy that's and that got himself kidnapped by his friends mm. uh, was 17 right in Enugu and you know, demanded them um, 500,000 naira from his uh, from his family so apparently this is a business you know I know things are harsh but I never knew that um, fake kidnappings is now a business a business plan so it's, it's crazy I'm, I'm thinking like secondary school kids like what the heck are you you know what are, what are you kidnapping 
fake kidnapping yourselves for? What do you need what the money for? What do you need the 500k for? Like, they'll probably just blow it on some BS and that's the end. Like, these people don't... And school, they don't know what they need money for. That's, that's just the truth of the matter. And usually, when it comes to guys and there's problem, it's always over women. So for sure, for sure, I'm sure there's one secondary school there, secondary school girl there that, you know, maybe the boys have been eyeing and they're trying to get money to to impress to impress to impress the checkers i don't know what you're kidnapping yourself for to get five and i'm pretty sure they're not getting money to try to um, get themselves into the college or start a business or whatever it is probably just get some tricks they've been eyeing in secondary school and bet it i don't agree that people do things like this just because of women sometimes it might be just a stunt on your fellow your fellow guys you know like this is what i have so maybe you feel like someone in your school doesn't has something that you don't you know you, nah, you nah, try, nah. You when it comes it. to guys man it's always about it's always about, it's always about the girls always about the girls trust me about it let me bring you back to secondary school the people in secondary school we're not kidnapping we're not kidnapping each other i remember there was a guy in uh like one of my classmates he actually um took his mom's car out organized for thugs to beat him up right and stage like a carjacking mm-hmm. and he sold the car and you know and got some money and what and what and what did he use the money to do to buy tims you know designer clothes just to go out to, for what to go to qc on the on the day to go and stunt on the on the chicks there to say okay i'm a cool i'm a cool guy obviously he got caught because they were parading him on the assembly the other the other time so it's always about it's always about the women and shout out to them I'm sure some people know this land of plenty, LOP. That used to be the spot where people, you know, blow the cash that they stole from their folks and stuff. I mean, I guess, like, the first time I heard about this kidnapping thing, like, even before I started noticing in the news, was on Father's Day. So, we told my dad we were taking him out for Father's Day, and then we went to pick him up, and he was with his friends. So, I I was in the car, so I wasn't there. He had told his friends, like, oh, my kids are taking me out for lunch, and we're going to, because we had told him where we were taking him to. Right. So, we get into the car, but then we had to pick up my other brother, because he was somewhere else. So, of course, we didn't take the turning that we were meant to take to VI. And then my dad goes, where are we going to? And I'm like... (laughs) We're going to go and pick up my brother. Like, why are you freaking out? And he goes, ah, that he's already told his friends where he is and where he's not going to. <laughs> are you serious? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, just the case. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, ah, didn't we see the story of some children who kidnapped their parents and everything? And I'm like, why would a kid, like, why would somebody kidnap their parents? It's not the parents that are meant to pay the ransom. ransom. Right? And he's like, yeah, that they kidnapped their parents and then they told the companies that their parents were working in and mm. they have to pay ransom so okay. he's like you know if we're trying any funny business like everybody knows. I'm just like, was this serious or was he like, joking i mean he was half serious I mean, half joking i'm telling you Niger. buhari come back yeah because obviously before he got into the car we had already told him this is where we're going to so i guess he kind of panicked a little bit <laughs> when like he just saw us taking like oh, so let's say we were take a right and then we took a left like maybe if it was my brother driving i would have said yes he can ask the one driving for god's sake i was like yeah. and i'm thinking ah Lagos is a harsh place for, like father's day lunch now do you not expect that all your children will be there together because we have to go and pick up because like my brother wasn't at home at that point in time so we had to pick Mm. so just it was kind of hilarious but while my dad might have been joking or just throwing mm. light into the situation that 
you know is happening for him to have said it it just shows how seriously like people are taking it it's like every child who's going out with their parents parents are probably thinking at the back of their minds as guys that's how this stupid child is going to go and no. set up like dogs no. to be yeah, it's, in the, it's, in the, it's in the ecosystem now i guess some people said that the whole evans kid the whole the evans um, kidnapper the kingpin that with the kind of money that you know people saw that he made out of the kidnapping that they kind of sensationalized the whole kidnapping business and you know put people in the put it like a viable thing for people to do because people say wow this guy made this much money some people might be thinking i just need one score i won't be greedy like uh, mr evans i feel like kidnappings have been happening for a while i mean like i, th- I think i've said this story on our second podcast or our, or our third i can't really remember but um i have a personal story my mom's brother was kidnapped last year or yeah either last year or two years ago you know he was in his house with his friends and next thing these people enter his home and they you know pretty much just whisked him away and he was in their custody for like a week or a little over a week and if i mean if it was all over the news because if you google it, it was there because you know we took it everywhere the policemen everything so i feel like kidnapping has been and i can't remember the amounts that they asked for from his son but it was a lot because my uncle is a pharmacist and he had like this big pharmaceutical company you know that kind of thing and he's also obviously the the gist was that it was an inside job because you know they just had it my uncle is not always in his home he was in his home in oyo state for those who are nigerians that's another state that's a state in southwest nigeria and he was with his friends and the next thing they just you know walk in and at first they thought it was like an armed robbery attack so you know it's like here yeah, take this take this take my phones and everything and the next thing they tell my uncle they're like oh yeah get up and let's go they're asking for this ridiculous sum of money of course they got some of it because my uncle's son was very panicky my uncle's son works with him and what was funny is his family lives in the same compound but their house is at the back and they didn't even know what was going on until the kidnappers left and you know the friends started screaming and everything so i feel like things are so hard that people are going into the, uh, one of the kidnappers was a woman and i remember like two people in the kidnapping gang actually had like proper degrees they studied like engineering or something very um what word should i use you know it wasn't like some bunch of people who had like nothing yeah, so they weren't just like touts that had no ambition yeah, exactly. or uneducated people yeah and i remember like when they caught them because i can't remember if they caught the main head of the gang right they didn't know they didn't catch him at the same time but when they caught these people i remember like the woman was like you know that um things are hard she graduated with a this in school until today she can't find a job so let's say she graduated like five six years ago and what was funny is my uncle said out of everyone she was like the toughest of them all like he's like he was particularly scared of her like she was so g'd up and everything so it's not even that but you know these people could not have hustled to make something of their lives but you know from their statement they're like you know what we've been looking for jobs and then yeah but this was just the easiest way yeah but what's peculiar what, yeah but what's been peculiar now is is the fake kidnapping so this one is not the you know a gang that they actually you know out kidnapping people and threatening people this is on people kidnapping themselves and saying so, i was saying that in um in reference to you saying that people are realizing how much evans made i'm saying right. people have been realizing how much yeah, yeah 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 but i feel like this fake kidnapping is happening because no one is really ready to go to like jail even though all of them are all going to go to jail yeah they're, still going to they're go to not jail very now. They, they're just looking for ways to extort their family or their partners i mean look at the woman who 
faked her own kidnapping so that her husband could get her um, US Bali. <laughs> so because you know her, apparently her husband is American and she had been pressuring the guy that they should move to America things are had in Nigeria things are had in Nigeria. So I mean the guy had been working on it but he wasn't working on it fast enough for her. So the next thing this woman decides to you know gather her friends and then fake her own kidnapping. So while she was busy chilling in the hotel the fake kidnappers were making demands from her husband and she gave them like a ridiculous amount of money to ask for because she knew her husband would not be able to afford it but she did it so that her husband's eyes could open in quotes and see how bad things in Nigeria are so that he can hurry up and you know process their American papers and I think what kind of sense that makes no goddamn sense the whole thing was ridiculous because number one According to the story, the guy was already doing it already. Yeah, so, it so it's not like uh, if you're an American citizen to get the rest of your family um, papers or whatever it is, something that you can snap your finger and get done. So it's like, uh, it's, it's, obviously there's something obviously wrong with her, where you just wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm going to tension my husband by faking my own kidnapping so he can hurry up the... They, pro- they hurry up the process and these people they've been married for six years with like two kids but this i was thinking of this thing though like the husband if like assume yourself kidnappers come and they say oh they've um captured you've captured your husband or whatever it is that you shouldn't call police or else they will kill you and you run and call police does that your husband love you Because, because if you kidnap and say, I'm, I'm going to kill your wife, if I hear you call the police, and you still call the police, do you really love that woman? I think, or that man? I think that you do. Here's the thing. There's no guarantee that they're not going to kill her anyway. Let's be honest. You know, like I was giving you an example of my uncle, right? We had the same situation. If you call police, we're going to kill him. And make sure you come and deliver the money. I feel like it is a standard statement. Of course, there's some people who are gruesome. They'll get the money, you won't call police, and they'll still kill that person. So I feel like you're kind of gambling if you don't at least involve cops. The, I think the biggest issue that usually comes with it is if there's a mole. Like, or if one of the kidnappers is working with, like, policemen. Do you get what I'm saying? I feel like mm. that's usually where the problem... Well, you have to call the police, so wait, so you'll just be siphoning your money with no... I'm just saying, no as, I, as I was reading, so I was just thinking, I if you are so willing to immediately the robbers just call you they, and you just immediately are picking up the call, calling the police i'm like i'm the one i think i have some tension they say i shouldn't call the police they'll kill my wife i think i fear you catch me small ah, if I, they will kill her they will do something to her but this guy did not even send just say okay next one <laughs> they, 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 they have my wife him. and you know what it just shows that it, i'm sure his wife never expected it you know what there's no even i i really am trying to get into the mind of his wife there is no bloody correlation between you being kidnapped and your american papers um coming out faster so i don't understand you kidnapped yourself <laughs> and you thought that by the time they release you you be like ah, you know what we have to leave this country maybe she has been telling him that this country is dangerous so have you seen this what you've seen that so you might say don't worry we are, we are covered with the blood of jesus you say okay this woman will see this blood of jesus this man will see whether this blood of jesus so maybe she wanted to just put that fear yeah, like that fear said, in him to get him like gingered like you said he had already started working on it i know if he i wasn't know working on it then this is a different mm. i'm not advocating kidnapping yourself so your husband can do something but if he wasn't working on it already that would be a different uh, maybe i would even 
find it slightly mm. plausible. Mm. He was working on it. Did she want him to enter the American consulate and start knocking on doors and mm. say, excuse me, please, I applied? Especially in this Trump administration, the best believe that things are not going to go as smoothly and as right. easily as they used to go before. He, she is an irresponsible wife. And if I was the husband, I'd be very worried after I found out that my wife did something like, like that. Yeah, because I'm, I know for like a lot of times you can actually for like DNA and all that kind of stuff. Usually there are no like real forensic labs in Nigeria. They have something that brought so it can be a long, tedious process. My own question now, can that marriage survive? I don't think it can. Because if you can do that, what can't you do? This is a woman that can put the tia pia pia in your, in your food, <laughs> in the rat, rat poison. Like this woman can literally kill you, man. And it just, she has children. Didn't she even think about the emotional... Um, Emotional is it drama? I don't even know. Her kids yeah. have been goddamn scared. You right. know, mommy's kidnapped. She was only thinking about herself. That was selfish of her. It's, cra- that it's was crazy. Crazy. Of her. And she single handed if that family is destroyed, she should know that she single handedly destroyed her family herself. I think if I was the children, and I don't know how okay, they've been married for six years, so the kids are obviously not old. Hmm. But you know, when those kids are old, they get to know that their mother did. Even as a kid, even as a five-year-old, there are some traumatic experiences that you remember. You might not remember it all, but there'll be that feeling of fear, of uncertainty, of insecurity. That's why you tell your parents or whatever not to argue in front of little children because they can pick up the vibe. You can know when something is not right. You know what? You're right. I remember when in my neighborhood, like um, where I live actually, because I've lived there most of my life. I remember when we had um, a robbery situation. So like they had robbed the people on the right, they had robbed the people on the left, they had robbed the people in front of us. So it just felt like we were going to be next. Right. And I remember we were young, but we were so scared. Right. Like every time my dad came back from work and we had to open the door or the gate, we would be shaking and you know I'd be like, no, you go and open the gate. <laughs> she didn't want to be the one who would you know be so sloppy right. and allow um arm dropper arm robbers into the house. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. thankfully, we never got robbed. Yeah. But I'm saying, if as a kid, I could feel that traumatized and it hadn't even happened to us yet, yeah. we just knew that it was happening. How much more a kid that had direct, that had this direct situation in their house? Yeah. That yeah. woman is a juka. Yeah, it's always fun. It's always, always, yeah, it's always funny how people around closest to you, you know, a lot of times, you know, whether it's sexual assault, robbery, whatever it is, it's always the people closest to you that, you know, if you watch TV, they always look at first. I remember growing up, there was one of my um, cousins. He used to always come over, right? That um, had Nintendo, and we used to play Street Fighter, right? Do they still? I'm sure. I mean, yeah, people still play Street Fighter, right? Of course, it's just you'll just be Street Fighter twenty two hundred <laughs> or whatever. I, I think it's a classic, right? So I remember he used to come over, and when he came over, I'd be like, okay, what's up? When I'm like walking back home or whatever to to go take a cab or whatever bus back home, he was like, man, you know, you need to go get some money from your dad. You know, check around. Should be keeping money. I'm, I'm like, because obviously because of the story here about Casey uh, boys or whatever. That's as I said. My my school, school. That's ministers, kids, vice president, kids. So these people like it's not today. People had like rooms full of money in their house. So imagine you have a room full of money. If somebody takes a hundred thousand, nobody's gonna know. So you come and say, but meanwhile, my, my father is salary earner. My mom stay at home mom. You'll now come and say, come and collect money from your parents, look around, steal something, say, oh, your dad has a natural watch, take the watch. I'm like, number one, my dad not stealing money. If I take any dime from this house, they're going to know it's me, right? Number two, if I steal money, so I'm going to steal money from my parents, I'll come and give it to you for us to share. Does that one make any sense to anybody? Meanwhile, your own father's house is there. 
you've not robbed him. You're not coming for me to come and rob my own, um, rob my own folks. So it was like, like, like crazy, crazy stuff. So it's always your closest people to you that always try to do some, some shady, some shady stuff. So it's like anytime anything bad goes on, you always kind of like look inside first before you even start searching outside. Of course, like that's why here they always say all robberies, all kidnappings, all shady stuff. Sha. It's always. Eight out of ten times, it's usually an inside job. It's usually someone who knows you, someone who knows like when you're out, when you're going to come back. Of course, sometimes like you have strangers who are watching you and who know your every move. But eighty percent, in fact, let's just say ninety-five percent of the time, it's someone close to you. And as I say, only people closest to you have the ability to hurt you. Hmm. You know, it's like you have women or men who partner up with people to rob their own homes. I remember back in the day when stories would go around about how maybe there were stories, maybe they were false, I don't know. Maybe this woman cannot have children. No, she, not that she can't have children. Her husband cannot um, give her children. And then he will organize with boys to come to the house and rape her. Not boys, like his friends or something. Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm like, I don't know whether it, it was true back then or if there were just stories that used to go around. Yeah. And, but I remember I used to think, how would you do like such a thing that's crazy that's that's crazy talk but you know what's funny as crazy as it is because we're in nigeria i know like these are things that actually do happen you hear so many rape your wife so that because you're impotent you rape your wife so you can get pregnant by the rapist and you raise the kid as your son yeah but your wife doesn't apparently know that you are impotent that's crazy that kind of thing so it's just it's just what it is adopts or something yeah so but it is i mean i'm just over this kidnapping thing and i just hope that you know people actually kind of just let it go stop kidnapping stop fake kidnappings just stop everything just stop it what do you think yeah stop it i guess Let's talk about R. Kelly. I think I have some shit to say about that. Yeah, so R. Kelly, R. Kelly, R. Kelly. I'm so... Well, I'm not sad, to be honest. I mean, I love R. I, I feel like this is why sometimes it's easy for me to get over, like, bullshit that artists do. I love R. Kelly's music, but I wouldn't say that I'm actually an R. Kelly fan. Does that make any sense? Nope. Like... I don't care about his personal life. I don't care who he's dating. I don't care about like I didn't even know R. Kelly had kids. So, but so, like I love his music so, from Slow Wine so, to so, Ignition so, yeah, so years ago when the video of him, you know, peeing on a sixteen-year-old girl, came out, that didn't disturb you enjoying his Wait, music. Wait, that's why I'm going there. I think that's why it's easy for me to like. You know, dissociate yourself. Yes, and I, I feel like you know how like sometimes things happen, and then if you were a proper stan, you're just like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Do you get what I'm saying? I can't believe it. I can't is a disgusting human being. I say again, Robert Kelly is a disgusting human being. So here's what I think about life. Usually, people spread rumors about people, right? All right. But if the rumors have been over the years, you kind of have to stop and think, like. There might be something to this. Do you right. get what I'm saying? Where there's smoke, I mean, there's fire. Yeah, exactly. Like R. Kelly has been having this crap about dating young girls since way back, since I was like in 
primary school. Age ain't nothing but a yeah, number. Yeah, like this guy married Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he denies it from now till he dies. He married Aaliyah. And you know why we're so sure he married Aaliyah? At some point in time, Aaliyah moved to have her marriage um, records expunged. Because she's like, you know what? At the end of the day, she was underage and she was too young. Why would you expunge records that don't exist don't exist do you get what i'm saying but like for a while they kept saying no we're not married we're not married and the thing is the stories keep coming they're always with underage girls there's vi- there's, there's video evidence exactly and now with this whole thing about him having girls in his house and his family cult there are too many things that he's saying that are reminiscent of alia's time but 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 let's be clear about this one he has done nothing wrong now all the girls are of age all the girls are 18 and over is there's no statutory rape stuff going on all the girls are of legal age it doesn't so. make him any less disgusting yeah yeah you can say so i mean because like now you're hearing that the, the girls have to have their hair a certain way they have to dress a certain way but, but that's pimp if shit you, right yeah if you think back I, I mean i think someone even said they have to wear like joggers and um you know the whole track suit and whatever if you think back there was a time where alia was very sporty where she always used to wear the joggers and the track bottoms you get what i'm saying and i think that sometimes when stories come out there's a bit of the similarities become too much yeah. for you to ignore it yeah problem but, with the Aliyah stuff, right? That's like pedophilia, right there, that, right? That was real pedophilia. Yeah, but here you can say he's not. Everybody's everything's above board, right? Now, obviously, the problem is this whole mind controlling um, pimp shit is doing. But pimp, pimp shit, pimp shit is pimp shit, I right? I can, I can actually believe that he's mind mind controlling them because when you have someone that you look up to, it's very easy for them to um, manipulate your mind, especially if they're way older than you. So the story is that most of these girls, they're usually um, trying to make their music work. R. Kelly promises them that he's going to help them. He'll help them become a star. And these girls are probably thinking, yeah, I could be the next Aaliyah, you know, that kind of thing. And then they follow him to his house. And the next thing is, sit down this way. When my guys are in the room. But the problem, I've, up, my problem with all the stories, the commentary, there are a lot of them, is the parents that are kind of pushing the kids off to, off to, Aaliyah, um, off to um, R. Kelly. Only for them later to say, oh my God. My kids won't talk to me anymore. I mean, like, yeah, under under the under arrest. Come on, everybody knew the Akali story. Everybody have heard about the Alia shit. Everybody has seen the tape. So if you go push your kids on the man, come no, 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 you can't no, no, no. come to us. Can't come start crying to the media Wait, now. In the defense of these new age parents, your kids simply went to the show. They were able to meet our Kelly backstage. Yo, baby girl, I like you. You look nice call me and that's where it goes i mean you have like the girl who was able to escape in quotes said she enjoyed the lifestyle our parents is giving them a lifestyle that they'll never get in their parents house yeah so they're flying so, private jets so i can't so, I can't not saying, this. so let's not say that the parents are the okay. ones pushing them this Qu- time question as a question somebody said this um i saw somebody on internet or whatever with this what's the difference between what akela is doing and what Hugh does with the Playboy Mansion, where he also has all the young girls in Playboy Mansion, you know, they eat you know a certain what? time. The so, so, what's, so what's the difference said, there? Somebody said um, Hugh Hefner's girls make the decision to go and make the decision to leave. Arkelly's girls never seem to be able to make the decisions to leave. That girl left. That girl left. That girl 
wasn't in the music was it called the, the girl that we're talking yeah, about so no she said first of all she wasn't living in the house like these other girls so, it was so, more of a go and come so secondly you, she realized she she was able to recognize and realize that she was the only white girl so her case was kind of different uh, yeah she just wanted to throw a race into it but we can't say that about you have now you have not told his girls how to dress who told you that wait you have not told them don't speak when there are other guys in the room if not how many girls have gone through the playboy mansion and come out and got married would have heard about it right now. There are so many but stories about the Hugh Hefner stuff where they, on Thursdays or whatever they have to watch old movies they are not allowed to sleep with other people apart from him there's a place where he has sex with them each of them one by one by one by one so there's a whole bunch of stories in Hugh Hefner too. But they can leave Abby. they can get up to there and say I'm tired of the thing. They can leave too they, they, they got to, to, to a video says she can leave when she wants she's no, fine they're okay, enjoying that, the lifestyle. That girl is so full of shit. Hugh Hefner's per, um, girls their parents are allowed to come and visit them Abby they knew where their children were be. Okay, so Ari Kelly's girls, they want to live with him, fine. But their parents don't know where they are. And I mean, that, that stupid girl was on tape. Okay, can you tell us where you are? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Why? Um, Nobody's asking you for R. Kelly's address. Where are you? I'm in Detroit. I'm in Michigan. I'm in the DMV area. I'm in the Bay Area. She goes, I'm sorry, I'm not at liberty to talk about this. Truth is, R. Kelly is a pedophile. And I remember I was listening to something. Yeah, but he's not, day. but all the girls are of age. We have, we have to be able to keep this stuff together because, yes, we know he has the pedophile past. But what he's doing right now, all the girls are of age. You know, even the police says that, you know, no, no, they can't say any kidnapping has gone because all of them are staying there on their own volition. So, yeah, is it creepy? R. Kelly is doing this kind of shit. Yes, it's creepy because it's bad for his optics. That's why I don't get Kelly. Why are you doing this? It's bad for your optics. It doesn't make you look good, right? It's only damaging your career. But technically, he's not doing anything wrong. He's just a sick guy, you know? But technically, he's doing nothing wrong. And, 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 and based on you, you're still going to enjoy his music and he changes nothing you know for you. If Ergali wasn't doing anything wrong, then his lawyers wouldn't be scrambling and saying, I'm not oh, scrambling. Yeah. His lawyers released pre- they released statements. Yeah, they have oh, to blah, respond blah, to the accusations blah. in the and media. Not, wait, but if he's not a pedophile, then he can say, "I am sleeping with these girls, but there's nothing wrong with sleeping with them because they are of age." Doesn't even to say that because even the police and everybody involved but, has said the girls are of age. There's, you know what? there's, no, there's nothing wrong with what he has done. I was done. listening to something the other day, and I remember like the people said R. Kelly's music kind of depicts the life that he lives. Okay. Like, if you listen to his music, then you shouldn't be surprised. Like, yeah, sometimes people are inspired by random stuff, right? But sometimes people are inspired by the lives that they live. Okay. And it's like, R. Kelly keeps calling himself the Pied Piper. And we're all singing and calling him the Pied Piper. If you know the Pied Piper of Hamelin's story, you know the Pied Piper usually gets everyone to follow him. Okay. You know, he sings and everyone follows him. The Pied Piper of Hamelin's story is pretty much on mind control. R. Kelly is busy there calling himself the Pied Piper. Do you not think that he knows why he's calling himself the Pied Piper? Look. Okay. And like, apparently, his concerts are wild. In fact... I remember what I was listening to said there is nothing shocking because you go for his concerts and he does call himself daddy and all the girls are his babies. I think the funniest thing the person said is unfortunately all the women, most of the women who go for the concerts are like older women, not old as in 40s, but like maybe 20s, 30s, women who knew R. Kelly from get go. But he's not checking for those women, he's checking for their kids, you know, the kids that are about to come out from their wombs and everything. Yeah, but, uh, I, 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 but like I said, you know, yes, the optics are bad based on what we know about him. But what the stuff is doing now, nothing illegal about it. Is it shitty stuff? Yeah, it sounds like it. Is it like pimping stuff? Yeah, it sounds like it. But 
And no. just because it's it is one, what it is. a couple of parents complain doesn't mean that there's no underage girl in that house. As, as, I'm sorry. As we we can't we can't start putting stuff out there that we don't as know. We, as what we know now, as from all reports, even the girl that left the even the girl that you know is no longer part of the harem said they're all above age. Investigation showed they're all above age. So we keep it there. So, so, we, so, so but parents of these girls are the ones that are there. Now the parents have underage girls there that have come to get them. For now, everything's underage. It just, as you said, yes, what are Kelly doing? Sounds sick, looks sick, optics are bad. But that's as far as it goes. He hasn't done anything legal yet. Once, once, once that happens, then we cross that bridge. But right now, he's just a sick and fuck. That that's it. And, and coming out now. But well, I remember reading that these girls actually just didn't get into the house. So some of those girls were there like two years back, three years back. So technically, you could have been there when they were underage and they're just older now. It's just because their parents are coming out now. I mean, a 21 year old girl apparently has been living there for two, two and a half years. I think in the state is in 17 is the age of consent. I thought so we just said 18. 17. I wonder what state is it. But the point is, no, but that. But that still validates our points that those girls might be of age now, but we don't know how old they were as when they start fucking with R. Kelly. As far as, we, well, whatever, we can do what if, buts, and whatever. As far as everything is now, the police have looked into the affair. He has done nothing illegal. What he's doing is shitty. In the consensus of everybody, what he's doing is shitty, but he hasn't done anything illegal yet. It's just that simple. And the problem is this. If people like you still enjoy his music, will still get to play, people still go to his show, and there are no consequences for his action. So it's all about mute points. He doesn't break the law, people still selling out his concerts, people still listening to his music. Then what, so what, we, what, what are we here like, complaining you know, about? It's like I said, I loved R. Kelly's, I mean, I haven't heard an R. Kelly song in a while. I've never been to an R. Kelly's concert. I've never bought an R. Kelly CD, thank God for that. You know what, I'm not proud, but every R. Kelly shit I have has been bootlegged. So you know what, screw him. But I like something that the independent newspaper said. It said, don't pretend you could ever separate the allegations against R. Kelly from the lyrics in his music. R. Kelly is a troubled human being. You know, and it, it says, the article went and say it's important to note that Kelly, unlike other high-profile cases of celebrities accused of abusing their position, has never shied away from a highly sexualized image. He is not the nation's father who betrayed our trust like Cosby or Savile. Kelly's entire brand is sex, sometimes loving, sensual, but sometimes dirty, taboo, nasty. Okay, so what's the problem? People are eating you know, it up. So, so it's not about Kelly then. People should look at themselves because it's not it's not turned anybody off. We like that shit. We're buying that shit. Ain't nothing wrong. I mean, it's like one part. Like so, 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 so I don't. I don't so, so what's I, the problem? I me no, but my body is so, so, me so, so I understand what we're even talking about now. You're saying the music. We're like, yes, we're loving. People are eating it up. People say they're not even changing their opinion about the music. They're going to enjoy his music. No, so like, what's the point? Uh, Let's no, move I on, think man. That people's opinions have been changed. Because what uh, what I was like, I said I was listening to something about him, and the ladies like you know like for her, R. Kelly is like cancelled forever and yeah. ever in her life. But like I was saying, and R. Kelly has allegedly had a troubled past. You know, he was sexually abused as a child. Well, had his well, first well. girlfriend at yeah. the age of eight. Yada yada yada. But you know, he's not the first person who will have a troubled past. He will not be the last person who would have a troubled past. But for him to continue to... I, Let's move on, man. I, as, long as, as long as he's not done anything wrong, and people are still going to be bumping his music, as far as we can tell, he's still selling out his shows. From the reports, he has no problem selling out his shows. So, if people stop listening to his music, R. Kelly, keep on pimping. 
R. Kelly is disgusting and here's why it is wrong. If someone did it to R. Kelly's child, he'd probably be the first person at the police station. And that is the problem. People keep saying as long as he hasn't done anything wrong. But you know what? If it was your child, then you'd realize that... Stop listening to his music. Stop going to his concert. As long as, you, as, long as you're still enjoying his music, I don't want to hear from you. Let's talk about the other um, black African-American dude that's uh, taking a big L. Let it burn, let it burn, oh, yeah, let it burn. Been, um, getting infected by Usher with herpes, which is um. Hello, yo, I'm in the booth. I'ma call you right back. Nah, I just gotta put this one part down. I'ma call you back. I'm at the studio, man. Man, quit playing with me, man. No, for real, don't play like that. Are you are you serious? How you know? Put that on everything. Damn. So let's put, let's put calling the camera, right? Camera, um, because apparently the girl he affected is the one of the bridesmaids to his um, ex-wife, Tamika. Right, so people even as you know the internet is like people are saying this camera to the girl for him for her to cheat on her best friend, right? Yeah, a bridesmaid, you cheat with her husband and you get herpes. And like, okay, camera. I'm not. Um, for me, I was just gonna say that. Um, is it surprising that Osha has herpes? No, not really. Is it crazy that he's knowingly infecting people? Yes. I mean, all celebrities, they sleep around, so you know that one has herpes. I, I, I'm even surprised that no one has come out and said that somebody, well, we had the whole Charlie Sheen thing, but at least Charlie Sheen was telling his women, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and apparently they were using protection, whatever. But that also knew he had herpes and he told this girl, oh, maybe it's fine, don't worry, you know, whatever. And then she ended up getting herpes. And the, the, the problem with things like this is once documents get leaked then everybody else is going to remember when that shit happened to them so apparently he settled out of court with the with the former lady the ex right of tamika her name is tamika is it tamika apparently she's the bridesmaid yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of his ex so yeah i'm saying that's the, the alleged allegedly yeah, stylist the tamika yeah exactly so he, they settled out of court, but now you have all these other people coming out and saying, "Yeah, like." Yeah, the problem, the problem with this, the problem with this stuff. Usually, when all this stuff happens, usually sign a non, a non um, disclosure agreement, so write an NDA. So, what's going on? Obviously, there's somebody after Usher trying to wreck him, right? Because obviously, now that this is exposed, every you know, Jane, um, Jessica, and um, what other Jake can I find is going to come after him for money now based on this stuff. So anyway. Usher he gives the whole meaning to his old songs now, you know, let it burn, um, you, you got it bad. You know, the internet is full of jokes. Who's the, who's the last guy, Kevin Hart? He's always a little bit more dicey. Because when you look at the, um, the I think the God video, not video, actually, there's pictures of him in the car with um, some. No, actually, there was a video. I watched the video. Okay, so okay, I, I saw the, um, the still pictures then of him with the car. And to me, actually, it just looks like he's in the back seat. And she's in the front seat, and they were talking to each other, right? That's what it looks like. Although that's some unfavorable-looking um, shots to it, but I'm not really sure anything really went on. But it was fun. It was fun for everybody to get their jokes off, anyway. 
I mean, I saw the video, so I can kind of understand why it looked like something bad was happening. You know, they were at the back seat. His head kept going up and down. Sometimes no, no, no. Look out it looked window. like she was in the front and he was at the no, back. No, he was here. She was the, I watched the video. Yeah, well, I so, don't know. like I said, and then sometimes he would look back like he was checking for people who were passing, you know, and then sometimes she'd turn her head back. Anyway, watching the video, I can kind of see how it could have been. Um, could it have been cheating? Yeah. Exactly. Getting the blow jump or what? Exactly. I, I, you know what? Sometimes getting the hand if you're job. Not, sometimes <laughs> if you're not in a situation, you know, like I said, because of how life is, you're everyone is open, is free to assume or you know take what. You know when you take a picture, sometimes depending on what angle you take a picture from, you see something different. So you agree right? with me then, eh? That what? That's like just at least I, I didn't watch the video. I saw no, the picture. I, I, I watched the video. I can see why it was looked yeah. at that way. But if somebody had taken the video from another angle, it might have looked like mm. totally innocent. But obviously, the only two people who know what happened in that car, Kevin Hart and whoever the lady yeah, is. I, but clearly, Eniko doesn't seem to care. No, they're, they're, this uh, I think the, on this weekend, you know, the post, after the incident, they posted the Instagram of them, you know, grinding and you know having a good time to. Um, yeah, French Montana's um, unforgettable. So they're having fun and you know. Yeah, and they were even with their pals, Ludacris and um Eudoxe. I'm not sure how to pronounce their name because I follow them on Instagram. So I saw the full Insta story. You know, so they were actually at their house dancing and having fun. Yeah, so so. They don't give a shit and quite frankly, we shouldn't give a shit to. Like if they break up fine, if they don't break up. Well, it would be another case of karma if it does happen because Kevin Hart cheated with his ex-wife on her with Eniko. So it would just be full circle if he cheats on her too. So it would be, be karma. Unfortunately, I can't, I can't say if it would be karma because Kevin Hart claims that Eniko had nothing to do with... You no, know, he, started in his, he, started, he started in his comedy um, act, right? This is not like... Kevin Hart said it himself. I cheated on my ex-wife with Eniko. And said, does he regret it? He says no. That if he doesn't, if he doesn't make mistakes, then how would he grow? So he doesn't regret cheating on his ex-wife with Eniko. Lying ruined my goddamn marriage. That's a lie. I cheated. Let's talk about it though. Let's figure it out. <laughs> Don't judge me. Let me explain. Um, yes, yes, people, I cheated. Am I ashamed of it? No, no, I'm not. Do I wish that I could take it back? No, no, I don't. <laughs> Let me tell you why. You can't evolve as a man if you never make a mistake. The only way that you can be perfect is to fuck up. I get it. I fucked up. Don't cheat. Nah, whatever. Now, do I, do I think cheating was the problem? No, I don't. Cheating was not the problem. Lying about cheating was and, the problem. Know, and to me, uh, you know, okay, everybody's beautiful. We're all God's creature. But obviously, when Kevin Hart you know, upgraded, I'm sure he decided to upgrade on the... Uh, on the lady, you know, you go check a picture of Miko's, um, his ex-wife and Miko, obviously, one is a supermodel, banging chick, and the other one was his day one that probably held him down when he was going to all this comedy store somewhere in o o Omaha, and, you know, he got big and decided to leave. That's why she was so bitter for a long time. I think it's a reason that she's chilled off a little bit. But anyway, looks like it's fake news. Um... Apparently, Kevin Hart is keeping faithful. I just want to say, so, like I said, I don't know, for some reason, I'm very sure that I saw it this week where Kevin Hart said that Eniko had nothing to do with his um, breakup with his other wife. Because I remember thinking, but dog, I thought it, like, it was actually confirmed that he cheated. He said it. Whenever, 
That's what I'm saying. That was why it was confusing for me. Like okay. what it was confusing for me when he said that because you cheating on your ex-wife with your new wife. Your new wife still had everything to do with your last relationship. So except he meant it from another angle. But where I was going with is um and I guess everyone who watches the Spring Housewives would probably know what I'm talking about. But you know how you said it's karma? But sometimes some people already cheat on their ex-wives with their current wives, right? And kind of just stay with the current wives for the rest of their God-given days. Yeah, like you said, you said he has learned from it. So obviously, when he was talking about it, he has learned from the mistake of tricking his ex-wife and he's not going to repeat it again. So that's his whole... Um, that's his whole idea and justification mm-hmm. saying that yes i made a mistake i cheated on my wife and i'm married to this other one mm-hmm. but i needed to go through that to learn from my mistake to be a man right so that's his whole point about it and what he might mean by is not this one that caused him sense to saying that yes i cheated with her but that's not the fundamental reason why we broke up like i said for men love time cheating can just be sex sex is sex but he's saying that there was something fundamentally broken about his first relationship that had nothing to do with the other woman and that is why they broke up and not because she did with her anyway let's 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 hustle about our own um nigerian celebrity couples here when we have mr easy and um temi or ted dollar technically temi is not a celebrity but okay I, she's just a socialite man, <laughs> she's, man, she's a celebrity man in the nigerian context is DJ Copy not a celebrity? DJ Copy is a celebrity because she's uh-huh. a DJ. What does Temi do? Doesn't matter. The socialite is exactly um, it's Paris, she's a socialite. Paris, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton is not a celebrity. And then she had a show, so that yeah, was that's after a celebrity. I get, I get what you mean, exactly. though. Exactly. So please, let's not uh, because that means that if I become a socialite tomorrow, I'll be celebrity. If you're famous enough, yes. If your Instagram, yeah, this, this is the, this is where we live in. Now. If your Instagram followers are a certain level, you know, you get that blue tick on t- on Twitter or on Instagram. You, you're a celebrity. Some people have blue ticks on Instagram and are still not celebrities. I don't know. Yeah, you're a celebrity, man. Mm-hmm. This is why everyone thinks they're celebrity. they are celebrities. Yes, they, with 20K that, followers who suddenly think that they're, 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 they're different levels of it. You can be Instagram famous. You can be Twitter famous. That's the whole. That's that's the big deal about this age we live in now. There's anybody can be famous you can put something and become viral and be famous it's not only that tom cruise level of fame will smith level of fame that exists anymore anyway back to um mr easy and um Tamar Tedela. so obviously it was mr easy's birthday and you know i think they, they were somewhere in miami or whatever it is and she had like in the movies like a plane saying happy birthday to mr easy and this triggered a lot of people on um twitter right people are like saying ah in my own girlfriend birthday all she knows is um, sex and pants, um, boxers. Like, see, correct chick knowing how to treat her man, um, treat her man properly and stuff. And I don't, and it's true, true. I don't know. Ninja chicks, it feels like um, sex is like um, the birthday, birthday gift for, 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 for their guys. If it's not sex, it's nothing else. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm a Nigerian chick. And I've, I've always gotten stuff from my boyfriend. Um, I've given my boyfriend, I've given one customized cufflinks before i've given one shoes like not once they have two i had really nice shoes and i can't have any of my shoes were from my boyfriend zero <laughs> <laughs> i've given two people's shoes customized cufflinks um shot glasses but i had one that was a bit of an alcoholic so i got this really nice shot glasses that said um his favorite quote or something on both 
Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I've legit always been a good girlfriend. So you know what? Maybe I can kind of understand why Nigerian girls kind of like, I beg, like, fuck everyone. I'm going to buy you cigarettes and boxers. Because you're the kind of girl that's been giving your guy nice stuff. And the guy in return will be giving you cake and roses. So what's wrong with cake and roses? Uh, please, eh? like there is something that I saw on Joe's um, Instagram page. Like the girl said, it was a skit. Joe went to go and give her cake and rose for Valentine's Day, and she's like, "Please, where's my real presents?" Mm. And, you know, and everything, and he's like, ah, that's what you like, you can't, like, is that what I'm going to eat? Your mates are giving some, so it's the same way, your mates are buying their girlfriends, Range Rover and iPhone 7, so that's the same way guys feel now when you're saying that the me is, um, flying plane and putting, I love Yeah, now because, because, uh, what, what, what you're saying, you're the exception, most Nigerian girls don't give you shit, it's like I said, they either give you singlets, um, boxers, and, and I remember some people for issues, singlet boxes, or, um, uh, and, and sex. Some of them is even sex alone. That's it. You know what? The first time I gave someone shoes, I was in my first year of uni. So you can imagine that my, my allowance was not even that serious. And I saved. Mm, love, eh? Jesus. <laughs> I saved. I went to Selfridges. All of you that know Selfridges. So, you know, I looked for some nice ass shoes. And I'm, I'm not a skivvy. So, 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 so what's, what's the best stuff you've ever given? So what's the best gift you've given to somebody you've dated? I don't know. Sometimes I have to go back in my... Yeah, if, 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 if you gave somebody something really good, you should remember. What's I actually your, remember because, as I, as I say bye-bye to you, I try to forget about you and your existence. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of... Fair enough. I, I kind of don't... You know how, like, sometimes, especially in Nigeria, people give people stuff, and then when they break up, they expect it to return. Still in Nigeria, everywhere, everybody has the breakup box. You put everything in the box and you ship it no, over. No, I mean like all the gifts like that you were given. So if you gave me jewelry, I'm sorry, but if I collect the shoes I gave you, what am I going to do with the shoes? Do you get what I'm saying? Am I going to mm. give my brother to wear? Am I going to give the gifts? But like to me, these things make no sense. So like once I leave here, I try to forget about it. But I can But I feel like it's a general thing in Nigeria. I remember like at the office, um, it was Valentine's Day. Mm. So I was talking to one of my colleagues, and I'm like, oh, so. What do you think you're gonna? What do you think your wife is going to get you for Valentine's Day? And he says, Ah, he already knows what he's going to get. Now it's just sex. That's <laughs> yes, poor guy. That on Valentine's Day and on his birthday are the two main times that he knows that his wife will willingly sleep with him. But that if he doesn't go home with any gifts, he knows that he's in trouble. So you know, he's just like a Nigerian woman. They just feel like by the time they open their legs, everything is fine. That that sort of thing. So I guess like it's um it's a general. It's a general, what's the word, feeling that Nigerian women don't give gifts. It's not general but, feeling, it's, it's mostly true. I don't know, me, my, my girls, me, I go all out, my girls go all out, you know, so. I don't know what kind of Nigerian women y'all are dating that give me only singlet and boxers. Ah, ah, one of my girls, Wuri Wuriks, she gave her book customized um, travel, what's it called? Uh, luggage. Okay. And I was like, girl! Well done. So my girls go all out. That's why I said I don't know what kind of girls you are dating, but <clears throat> step your game up. If she's not buying you presents, if every year she's buying you boxers or singlet, then you know she's gonna be worried. But yeah, what's the best gift you've ever gotten? Ah, uh, let me see. So many, so many, so many, so many. I think the, I think the I think the nicest stuff I've done, so to speak. And guys, don't do this. You know. Um, I think when I was in college, like I um, 
I filled I filled up a girl's room with roses. That's kind of sweet, I guess. Yeah, so I'm saying I'm a, I'm a cool guy. But guys, don't do that. Is um, this whole ain't loyal? But what if she doesn't like roses? Eh? But okay, you're no, yeah. like roses. Yeah, so but I said this whole ain't loyal. So, but, okay, ne- so ne- that was when I was young and naive, you know. Well, Similac all of my breath, wet behind the ears. What's the best? Sauce is going to be very soon. Just by the way, what kind of what kind of gifts? No, what's the best gifts you've gotten? Um, boxes, singlet. You're lying. That's it, man. Boxes and singlet. I can't think think of anything else. Boxes and singlet, man. That's it. I'm proud to say that nobody I've dated has ever gotten boxes or singlets from me. Yeah, that's where that's actually very. That's where they. That's where they're given, man. I I feel very proud of myself right now. Man, even on your birthday, you now will be asking for transport. For 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 them to for them to go home. Please, can you know? It's it's funny if you you go watch the movies, you pay for the ticket. You go, you go, you say, oh, can you um, go stand in the um, popcorn line so that, you know, we can get it. If the weight tension will be catching that, if you've not reached there, by the time it's reaching for Aton to buy, to buy, to buy the, um, to buy the confessionaries for you guys to eat. See how sweating. Fancy, huh? Confectionaries. Yeah, now what did they call them now? Not be certain they call them. Anyway, like I said, that... You know what, saying you just have to check the category you're about to mm-hmm. date. Even Mr. Easy Gun, the guy is tripping. Did you, did you see the interview where he's saying that only um, him and Whiskey are the only African artists that they play in England? England is your play your playpen. Is this is, is this true? But I definitely go just so that the concerts are in England. No, he said no. He's saying on the on the radio uh, it's only him. But if you listen to the UK radio, all you hear is. Um, Mr. Easy and Whiskey. Obviously, signed to Whiskey. Well, so. like I said, England. You said England is my playground. Yes, right. but let's remember that I haven't been to England since Mr. Easy blew up. Right. But um, excuse you, Mr. Easy. Except he's talking about right now, and then I won't be able to validate that. Hmm. I used to hear Nigerian artists playing in England when I was there. Do you get what I'm saying? Hmm. Walking on the road. I remember me and my girls would bust the move when we heard any Nigerian artist. So um, except he's talking about now, I really have. I don't think guys tripping, man. To me, Techno, Davido, even Fuse, OTG, Runtown. Those guys are bigger than him, in my opinion. And to me, Mr. Easy has like the worst live show ever. The guy has no energy. I don't know. To me, his songs are alright, but in terms of performance, he's like the worst, as far as I'm concerned. I saw the the gig he did in Nigeria. Like people wanted to like chase him out of that place. So low energy. Like his stage presence is zero. I really like So I'm I'm just going to not kill um Mr. Sus right now as he's insulting. That's true, man. Good mu- good musician. Um, Performance wise, trash. I really can't even think all his songs are great, but I still love you. I feel like there's a list of artists that I am honestly in love with. But oh yes, Olamide. I'm sure Olamide plays on. I beg Mr. Easy should let us hear one because he's dating and ten dollar. Or like someone said, Tammy's birthday is coming up. Let's see what Mr. Easy can do. What do you give the girl who has everything in the, the world? Mr. Easy should take it easier. She's not gonna, yes. she's not gonna finish his money. You know, he's just, you know, he's, he's making money now. Doing where well. money past money, level past level. So oh. she, she know how you balance. Um, this is stuff when they were trying to do the whole romantic thing on the um, jet, jet skis, and yes. the guy stretched his hand. Ha 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 Something, man, you gotta, something you gotta live for the movies, man. I think Mr. Izzy is just very... He's very excited right now. And people, are, and people are really hating on him, saying that, man, that you don't know why she's going with an ugly guy like him and stuff like that. 
I feel like um like you said everyone is just hating on him because DJ Copy we all know DJ Copy is dating um this footballer. Is he? I think that too that's over. Ah yesterday she was in China in Beijing. Right. And it's not writing Beijing as in B E I. She wrote B A E then J I N G Jigger. Beijing. She's kinda of telling us that, you know. She's in China with her boo, and okay. this young footballer well, just see. come back from China. Oh, 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 what was the guy? Is it um, Shola Moebi? Is that the guy? I can't even remember his name, but you know he bought her that range, or was it the G wagon that he bought her mm-hmm. at that time? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, like I'm a girl, and I see no reason why she would change the spelling of Beijing to Bei and Jing. So mm-hmm. definitely, girl is still getting it, or she's with someone new. But you know, that's, I guess that's different, and that's probably why people are hating on Timmy. Copy tries so hard to hide, like who she's dating right. like even when she puts up a picture of her and her boyfriend there's like a bubble over his face right. or some emoji over his right. face do you get what i'm saying right. so that you know that she's dating somebody is like maybe she, maybe, so, so maybe it's like like uh temi is all about love and maybe copy is not like you know this can be here today gone tomorrow so why should i splash him all over my um, well, I feel like social media page people all up in her business she already mm. gets a lot of hate for being like you know like people say that the only reason why she gets some of the gigs she gets in nigeria is because of her father so i feel like she's just trying to keep some things like out of the media yeah, you think she like, cares especially that time that she played at something that dangote was at and everybody's like oh we all know that it's a thing that's you know that kind, right. kind of thing but which makes sense if your daughter is a dj Right. I mean, if my friend's daughter is a DJ, then uh, hook, hook him up. Exactly. The so, rich, the rich get richer, right? I'm gonna be like, so some people, sometimes people are like, yeah, she's not that good. But you know what? Let's take out Nigeria. She seems to be DJing a lot in other countries. Are we trying to say that uh, the last money has? Uh, she DJing a lot <laughs> in other countries. I know about that. Anyway. Yeah, in London, she has this every Sunday thing at Cactus. Or whatever it is, so that kind of money to rent the place out and have her friends there every weekend, and they're having a good old time. Then I'm but, very sure she's not renting out the place, they're selling tickets, and she's not the only DJ who DJs there. Like, it's how it's like how you have 10 DJs in one night, right? right. And they sell tickets, like, come and listen to Jigger. What I'm saying, mm-hmm. my point is, they might not necessarily be coming just because of her or right. because of her at all, right. but that she can get in the set, right. that to some extent. Mm-hmm. I know, like. The music people listen to in England is very different. No house so music. Exactly. No, I'm saying so. So Nigerians might not even be into that, which is why they, some might think that she's a horrible DJ. Hey, but she plays like, shows in Nigeria, so anyway. Like we said, they say that the reason why she gets those shows is because of daddy's money. Right. And I'm not saying. That. Yeah. Anyway, so good luck to um, Mr. Easy and um, Temi. And let's keep, see what you get. Yeah. Keep keep day. keep black black love strong. Okay. Keep Nigerian love strong. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Black love. Black black girl magic. Nigerian girl magic. Hashtag. 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 So R.I.P. to um, Chester Lincoln Park. I. I really liked, I really, really, really liked Linkin Park. Not liked, like Linkin Park. There was just something about their music, you know. I'm not very big on rock. Is Charlotte, you know the group Charlotte? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are rock bands. Yeah, so you know? they're rock, rock pop. So yes, yeah, so I felt like those were the only two rock bands you rock listen bands. to. Not, well, Blink-182. Yeah, okay. It was also... That's solid. Yeah, I think they were, they were part of like, I think they that, were the top of that, you know, yeah. Linkin Park. Um, you know the Ho- 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 Tank, yeah, exactly. um, so, Limb Biscuits. Yeah, 
Yeah, Limbiscuit. Yeah. So it was all that kind of time where people were into that kind of yeah, rock music, and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I was really into them, and it kind of um, it made me sad when I found out that he committed suicide. And apparently, he committed suicide on the day that his friend. Yeah, Chris Cornell, Sound yeah, Garden. Exactly. In a black hole, sun, won't you come? Yeah, so. And wash away. You're the kind rain. of wondering, yeah. was there so much, like, was he so emotional at that point in time that he had to choose that day? Yes, I guess it's, in a way it's cliche, in a way it's sad, you know, the whole rock and roll, depression, suicide type stuff. And, you know, in Nigeria too, I think a lot of us are dealing with some kind of depression and stuff. Yeah, no, Sha. I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're dealing, with, you're, dealing, you're dealing with depression? I'm not dealing with depression, but I feel like I need a shrimp. So you guys are like my pseudo family. Guys, if I'm missing or something, I'm with some depressed person here. So I'm not you, you, you guys know where to look. I'm not you know? fucking depressed. No, but so. it's true because in Nigeria, right, you have to do a lot of mental gymnastic and sense when you think about it. When you think about the such distinct line between the wealthy and the poor, you see like a house with people rich and everything, and next to you is a, somebody in a shack house in Squalo. For you to leave your house every day, and you have to kind of mentally block yourself for you to kind of not live with this kind of. Um, like a survivor's guilt type stuff going on so i would say like a lot of people are dealing with mental stuff but in nigeria we just mental health isn't just big on the menu i thought um i was listening to the radio the other day and it said that there are only about 130 um registered psychiatrists in the country of 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 100 million people so you can imagine there's not even barely enough and like barely enough that's nothing exactly and like so said um in nigeria not just nigeria i feel like in the black community even mental health is like a hush hush what's it called i remember like there's a movie i watched where queen latifah said you just speak to your jesus if you have a problem you go to church speak to your jesus and be fine but um i was telling souls the other day what about when you don't i don't know that pastors are meant to act as shrinks not that pastors are meant to act as shrinks i think in nigeria i think what has substituted for shrinks are people's pastors people's religions, people's spirituality. So a lot of times when people have problems, you hear them all the time, I have to go speak to my pastor. I'll consult my pastor. Or, you know, or they speak to the eldest person in the family. So there are a lot of people that stand as pseudo shrinks for Nigerians. So in a way we have um, pseudo medical, um, mental health care professionals. The only difference is that obviously they're not going to go subscribe um, psychotics or whatever for you if somebody is really, really like crazy where you need to be on medication Xanax or something but where I was going to with that is usually the the joy or the advantage of having a shrink is that you can bear your mind you can bear your mind to your pastor now you can bear your mind and you have no shame there's um, doctor patient confidentiality yeah none of us can speak English today Anyway, so like you know how like there's some things that you will tell your shrink that you might not necessarily feel comfortable telling your pastor because you feel like your pastor is going to judge you. Maybe. But he's probably going to judge you anyway. Or he will use you to preach in church on Sunday. Not necessarily say your name, but you know you're gonna be sitting down there and you know that this guy is talking about you. Like you know you go to your sh- uh, maybe I watch too much TV. But maybe. You go, maybe. Your, you go to your shrink and you pretty much. Come on, you have stories of people telling their shrinks that they think about killing people or that they've killed someone. You get what I'm That's saying? That's on TV, right? Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is there are things that... Okay, like for me as a person, there are things that I might not feel comfortable telling my Do you know any Nigerians that are going to shrinks? I have a friend who actually, when I started talking about shrinks, my friend literally just gave me three numbers and he's like, oh, 
these are three strings that I know. Because um, apparently he went through a bad breakup and he needed to kind of get his head clear. So, you know, he had, he had a couple of shrinks on speed dial. So, what I'm saying... Women have been terrorizing men since the days of Adam. You know, uh, we're never going to get into this, but <laughs> like I said, he had a couple of shrinks. So, it just shows you that there are actually people... I feel like I need a shrink, I'll be very honest. Um, so, this week, I haven't been feeling too great. The key word is, I feel like I can't breathe, even though I know I'm breathing. But it feels like I can't breathe. So, I went to the doctor and the doctor says... Are you sure it's not psychological? And I'm thinking, no, it's not psychological. But then I have another doctor friend who, after asking me like a string of questions, said, you know what, it just might be psychological. Maybe you're anxious about something or there's something that you're waiting to happen that hasn't happened. But even though you're lying to your mind and trying to trick your mind that you're not, you can't lie to your body. Pray to your Jesus. Anyway. Pray to your Jesus. As opposed to like, you know how you'd go to a shrink and the shrink would start asking you <clears> questions <throat> and maybe try and chase your problems to... This all these, all, these, all, all these new age Nigerians, excuse, eh? Back, back, in, back, back in the days, our parents, they rub the sand and they're on with their life. A shrink eh? would probably try and ask me stuff about my childhood and maybe uh, trace like a situation to my childhood. Mm. A pastor on the other hand R- R- ask R- R- questions. And pray for you. See, uh, there are prayer. Things, that's what I'm saying. There are things that are sometimes linked to your childhood or how you were brought up. Mm. That only a shrink can figure out how to get there. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? Right. Mm. Sometimes shrinks can delve, like ask you questions and make you spill. I don't know about other people. Where are your pastors of this? You're kind of guarded. You shouldn't be. Like I said, a lot of people. A lot of people always, like I said. A lot of people always consult their pastors for major decisions and stuff like that. They talk straight to them. Anyway, so it's uh, mental health is something that really people should really look into. Um, like you're saying, sometimes your pastor might not be enough. You might need a. See, that, like, so she's taking my my situation as a joke and it's taking. It's not a joke. You you, you already have you already have a friend that's if, giving you three numbers, so you can call, so you can call any number you want, so you'll be fine. Even too far. If you guys get that, would you was running through the streets naked or something? I'm that, And that's that's an, that's another that misconception. Mental disorder doesn't mean of or mental doesn't doesn't mean going on the street naked or whatever it is. A lot like people say um you have um. If something is wrong with you, whatever it is, you have a doctor to take care of that. So if there's something wrong with your mind, what is what should it be stigma about having somebody to take care of that? So, so in a way, you know, mental care is something that you know African Americans, Africans, Nigerians, black people in general should should really look into, and you know, um, maybe we do need more, you know. So more psychiatrist know. in Nigeria and something like that. So. You never know. The person beside you could be going through some mental battles, but you know they're looking fine. They look okay. Or inside, they have demons that they are struggling. Or yeah, that's why you go to your pastor. Let him cast or out this. The Joe Rope pick of the week. Anyway, so um, this email came from God knows who. He says, Joe, I can't keep quiet. 
this thing is paining me i can't sleep i saw my friend's girlfriend come out of a car yesterday the car was tinted the guy then came out and his trousers fell to the ground he pulled it back up they were both laughing he shouted see you tomorrow baby she saw me then quickly entered her car and drove off my friend leaves for this girl and gives her allowance of 25k a week every single week sometimes he pays it a month why are some girls bastards like this i wanted to beat the guy up i swear i'm conflicted now should i tell my friend or wait i have the guy's plate number everything she's a snake i know she's working on a cover-up story now what do you think no. Why does this guy care so much about his um, friend's girlfriend? Or uh, is he in a relationship with the guy too? Are they like, do they have some kind of side um, side thing going on? Um, I think the bigger question here is should he tell his friend what he saw? If you saw your friend's girl, mind your mind your business. Don't be don't be the don't be the other person in their relationship. It's between him and her. Don't be a player hater. But he saw what he saw, and he got his obviously. We just, him, so we, we just, we just dealt with the Kevin Hart situations, where you know sometimes the more you look, is the less you see. You think you saw one thing, it was another thing. Maybe this guy's belt was not um, tightly worn, and he had new pants because he has been losing weight. So when he came out of the car, his pants fell because you know he's he's been losing weight and been working out, and he just he just dropped that off. Um, wherever it is, so don't don't be. Just, a, maybe he just always calls her baby. Don't and, and maybe don't, the girl just feel like saying hi to her boyfriend's friend. Parents, uh, parents always friend. tell you don't tattletale. Don't be a little bitch and go run into your friend. I saw your girlfriend with another man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind your business. Stay out. Of the, why even? Why are you counting your man's money? They say it's not tricking if you got it. If he has enough money to give his girlfriend, that's twenty-five a week. Twenty-five times four. That's a hundred k, right? So if he has enough money to be giving the chick a hundred k a month, let the chick live, man. Maybe but the guy has been asking his friend for money now, and the guy is always saying, oh, "I have to give my babe money." Yeah. And so he's thinking this is so. This is the reason why he can't give me money. So that, that's why, that's why I say don't hate. Don't, that's why I say don't hate the don't hate the player. Hate the game. Guys, I'm actually going to kill Sos in this in this goddamn studio. Whatever this. Yeah, so that's 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 it. I'm, I I always speak the truth. That's what it is. Anyway. On a very serious note, I feel like if you cannot verify what she was doing, then, you know, just step out of it. Because sometimes, you tattle, they fight, when they get back together, you're going to be the biggest issue in their relationship. You're going to lose your you're friend. Gonna, yeah, exactly. You're going to lose your friend. You're going to lose, well, you never had hassle, but the point is, you know, you're going to be the, you're going to be the enemy when everything, when all the dust settles, you know, the third person is always the enemy. So it's why this guy, should just, he just needs to mind his business. I'm just worried that he's taking this thing a bit too seriously because he can't sleep, he can't eat, he's busy thinking about whether he should rat on this girl or not. Like, yeah. why so serious? Yeah. Or maybe he was actually cheating on, maybe he's been sleeping with this girl. No, come on, that, that doesn't even make any sense. And then seeing how with somebody else kind of, it's just yeah, the, 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 the truth is that he's just somebody that doesn't have enough going on for him. Get yourself a girl so you can have your own girl while and focus on her. You know, let, leave those guys alone. Just like you said, you become the biggest problem in your relationship. You go tell them the fight. She gives him a reasonable explanation for what you saw. And, you know, before you know it, your friend is distancing himself away from you. You guys don't hang out as much as you used to. And before you know he lost his friend. Just keep quiet, stay in the cut. Unless you have definitive proof, unless you have video, audio to give to your guy, and just play your role, man, and be his friend. 
when that eventual breakup happens, when he finds out, be there to be a shoulder to lean on. That's it, man. Apart from that, mind your business. And there you have it, folks. Mind your business. Thank you for listening to another episode. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Good, bad, gang, everything. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. You know, leave comments. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. Give us numbers of more shrinks. Let us know what's going on. And spread good vibes only. If your girl a look good and she never boring, then you know that a really good vibe. And she cook your good food and she always caring, then you know that a really good vibe. If your man did a love you real good in a bed, then you know that a really good vibe. And if I give you full satisfaction, my girl, then you know.